Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Put Me Over podcast, episode 41. And uh, we're glad to be back. We have a full roster with us today, guys. Everyone's back in the studio. Um, the guest we had last week, that annoying pimple, is gone, never to be seen from again. Uh, I think he got banished to parts unknown. So, <laughs> see ya. RIP to that guy. Um, I am Andrew Gomez, a.k.a. The Mez, joined today by my lovely, wonderful, beautiful co-hosts. To my left, we have the 10th wonder of the world, the big, bad, booty daddy himself, Dickalicious, Richard Garcia. Wow, it feels good to be back. I feel like it's been what, almost a month or so. It's been a while, hasn't it's, it? It's been a long time. Oh, wow. Um, a, lot's, a lot has changed. A lot's happened um, in the world of professional wrestling. And we're going to get into it today, but we're glad to have you back, Dickie Thank boy. you. And um, let's get to the next co-host. You know him. You love him. He's everyone's favorite uncle, Bobby Diaz. What's up, baby? He's also the $100 man. I'm just fucking up all these intros already. <laughs> but we're going to keep rolling on because that's what we do, baby. We got this. And also joining us, you know him. You love him. He's the Pinoy powerhouse, Byron Pagdalao. There you go. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. Holiday I missed in Ooh. between. I didn't check your mic, oh. and you're gonna have to say that all over again. <laughs> Happy New Year, uh, Merry Christmas. No, we're we're past that. That happened already. <laughs> Shit, that's a long time ago. Yeah, well, that's dude. the last time I saw you guys. How you <laughs> no, guys <right>? doing? <laughs> it's been a bit. Back from the dead. It's been a while. Oh no, stained. Did you uh, did you have a good? Ha- Happy Honda Days. Oh, dude. Honda Days was the best. How was your Honda Days, guys? Good. Well, Bobby celebrates Toyotathon. Oh. I, too. <laughs> I forgot. You're Jewish. I forgot. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, it was pretty good. Pretty solid. Good. My New Year's was pretty, uh, I got a good story. Should we start with that? Let's let's just let's just wrap. Let's just talk yeah, a little bit. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. So, my New Year's, I went to a show um, at the Standard. Got pretty drunk. Had Bougie. fun. Classic. A little classy, you know, outside, having fun, drinking. We went to a bar across the street called the Cabo Cantina. I've heard of this place. I've been there. It's nice. Wait, the Standard Hollywood? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, uh, Bobby went all out for, for New Year's this year. Would you go with? Come on. Me, Tony, and Jonah. Oh, okay. It was fun. And uh, we took the Metro and everything. It was cool. We went to the bar across the street, and I'm kind of buzzed, you know, whatever. I'm like, oh, man, I don't know what to get. Tony goes up, give me a Jack and Coke. And then I'm sitting there looking at their menu. They got all these fucking margaritas and crazy drinks. I don't even know what. So I go, you know what? What did he order? He ordered a Jack and Coke. Give me two of those. Jonah, you want one? Get, let's get two of those. I go sit at, uh, at our table. Lady brings over two gigantic margaritas. What? And I was like, what the fuck? What are these? She was <laughs> like, that's what you ordered. I look at her. No, I didn't. I was like, how much are these? They're twenty dollars. Yeah. What? Yeah, they, they don't fuck around. They, they, if you if you get a margarita at a place called Cabo Cantina, that's like their John Cena of the joint. You oh, know, it's, on it's, New Year's, motherfucker. Oh, yeah. yeah, you're gonna pay up the wazoo. Yeah. So I was like, no, I'm, I didn't order these. And Jonah and Tony are just j- joking like crazy. Like, why the fuck did you order these <laughs> gigantic margaritas? What the fuck were you thinking? So I I go I go I can't, I'm not I'm not paying for these. I got to talk to your manager. She goes that guy right there. I go to him and say, hey, man, I didn't order those margaritas. I just wanted some Jack and Coke. He goes, don't worry, man. I got you. I'll take care of it. Goes to the table, picks them up, t- walks over to the bar, puts them down, proceeds to walk to the back of the bar, and I see him fiddling with all the cards or whatever. He grabs a card, walks out to the front of the bar outside, and holds my card outside the door and says, see ya, dude. What? Wow. Wait, 
is this for real? This is fucking for real, man. Kicked you out? Yes, I dude, I'm instantly sober. I was like, what the fuck is going on? Is this ya, really dude? happening? Yeah. See you, dude. See you, dude. And I looked at him. I was like, hey, you serious right now? He was like, bye. What? <laughs> Grabbed my card. I was like, wow. Fuck you, man. This bar sucks. I'm not ever coming back here again. Screw you. I, I was like, you just ruined the fucking night, dude. So I was like sober by then. I was like instantly sober. I was like fucking bullshit. I, I can't believe that like they treat people like that. First yeah. of all, I'm like, now... Now we have an audience that's going to go to their Yelp page and let the what? world know what shitty fucking people work at this Cabo Cantina. Yes, please. Fuck you, wow. Cabo Cantina. Dude, I was pissed. I was livid. Cause like, it was already like one something. We got to take the Metro back. There's no way we can hit any other bar. Like, that was it. That was the end of our night. Like, that sucks. He fucking ruined it. Over two fucking margaritas that they probably mixed up in like two seconds. Over $40. Yeah. And that I, that they probably would have just charged me about the same for two fucking Jack and Cokes. But you don't want Jack and Coke. Did you they have Jack that. and Coke in the back? Like, did they have Jack Daniels bottles in the back there? Yeah, the dude, there's a full bar, like, full everything. There's no sign that says we are only serving margaritas no, right now? Tony got a Jack and Coke. Oh. And then, dude, and then minutes after, we're standing outside calling in our Uber. We're right outside the bar, like, you know, like, right there. Uber. And, dude... Th- Right outside the bar, like outside the back, he's like fucking kicking these people out, like shoving them to the ground, like pushing them what? to the floor. Like, get the fuck out of my bar. Don't you ever fucking come back here again. I'm like, dude, what is going on here, man? No way. That is crazy. <laughs> yeah. Wow. How much cocaine was he on? I, no. he, he looked like the type, too. Well, I mean, come on. He's, <laughs> he's in Hollywood. He's Yeah. He walked out with your car like this. <laughs> that, that just makes sense. Just held it outside the bar. Like you were thinking, like, oh, he's gonna he's gonna do me a solid right now. That's yeah. cool. I'm glad that they treat customers well here. Yeah. Bullshit. Jesus Christ. So that was yeah, my. So New he Year's. sounds like a cokehead asshole. Yeah, for sure. Fucking assholes, man. I wrote a scathing little fucking note on their freaking Yelp and Google. I'm gonna uh, look for that. I'm excited. Good. More like Cabo Canteen. Nope. <laughs> That's. Funny. Yeah, so did, that happened. Did they did they respond to you after the re, after you wrote the review? No, they didn't say anything. Wow, Cabo Canteen. Nah, I'm good. I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> that's fucking so. Nuts. That's my story. Wow. Well, we learned a lesson, didn't we? Yes, we did. Yes. <laughs> don't ever go to Cabo. Don't Cantina. go to Cabo Canteen. Nope. Um, that's fucking nuts to me. I thought you were bullshitting this whole time. Nope. That was 100 percent real. Uh, wow. So any 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 other stories from anybody that we can <laughs> talk about? Because that I I can't beat that story. Nope. That's uh, that's a that's a pretty good one. Sorry, I was in guys. Costa Rica on a beach on New Year's though. Dude, New how New was that? Damn. Dude, Costa Rica is a super beautiful place. Although I think it's kind of overrated. I've been there's better beaches in Hawaii and there's better yeah. beaches in the Philippines. Do they have a Cabo Cantina? They do. Well, well they have a Cabo can you know Cabo a lot of things. But yeah. I can't read Cabo it. Wawa. Not a Cabo yeah, Cabo and a cantina. And the food is terrible. Really? Costa Rican food is the worst. Oh, wow. That's terrible. Dude, it's not Mexican food. What is it? Well, it's yeah. Like, it's called everything Costa is Rican like food. Re- <laughs> <laughs> you know where you were at, right? Yeah, I was like, you, hey, you were in Mexico. Mexico food. <laughs> Mexico food. <laughs> this ain't food from Mexico. No, but it was literally shitty ass food. Every meal, was, I had one decent meal, and it was a quesadilla. But for the, <laughs> mo- for the most part, you had a Mexican up. meal. For the most part, it was like every meal was like re- rice and beans, which is cool. I love, but like it that sounds Mexican to me. 
but it it was like Costa Ricanness. I don't know. I couldn't explain. I gotta uh, look this up, like man. The bananas were <laughs> shitty. Like what? Those like, are plantains. Yeah. Oh, no, I like plantains because we bought some at the market and we were like frying them and I was like having the time of my life with that. But like the restaurants you get from like, I mean, the meals you get from restaurants aren't good. Damn. I was maybe because I was like in a tourist area at one point, but Jesus. How were the monkeys? They're crazy. <laughs> kind of scary, honestly. <laughs> Do they like, just walk around? <laughs> yeah. they wa- Well, we went to the uh, Manuel, Manuel Antonio National Park and there's this part where monkeys are literally just flying around. What the it's oh, wow. kind of creepy. Like Wizard of Oz? Yeah. Like, dude, that's seriously. And you could see them talking to each other, like jumping. They have babies on their back. What? what dude, you fuck? have to hold on to your shit because they'll jack your shit. What? Yeah. It's dude, kind of that's awesome. You know, it's it's um, Costa Rica looks like Jurassic Park. Like the, the jungle. I think <laughs> they filmed that. That's actually no. pretty awesome. It's insane. Were you running around with your two dude. margaritas in your hands? <laughs> <laughs> like, shit, motherfucker. I paid $40 for these. <laughs> but the first half of the trip, we stayed in the rural area in the jungle near the volcano, which was creepy. I could not sleep. All you hear is, like, animals and jungle in the nighttime. It was fucking creepy. Wow. In the second half, that we stayed scare at, like, the shit out of some me. beach resort, which was more my speed. But, fuck, there was some sketchy shit. I was like, mm. the jungle. But people in Costa Rica are nice. The food's shitty. But yeah, you guys should go. It's amazing. <laughs> so what do we learn from this trip? <laughs> Monkeys are crazy. <laughs> yeah. And Costa Rican food sucks. There you go. It's definitely not Mexican food. And the scenery. <laughs> Mexico food, bro. And the scenery Mexico. was nice. The end. The end. <laughs> Costa Rica. Do you look like you were on that boat for a long ass time, oh, though? Oh, dude, I, I was getting kind of sick. We were up there for like four hours. <laughs> dude. Oh, geez. That's cool. All right. Well, with that said, let's get into some Dick Sturdy News. Hit it. What? Take it away, Dick. Wow. Um, it's been a while since I've done Dick's Dirty News. I'm not going to lie. It's um, been Drew's Dirty News it's been, for yeah, you've, like you've a month now. You've been handling it down, actually. I think it should, it should be called Drew's Dirty News from now on. No. Mm-hmm. no, no, no. DDN. No. 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 I like Dick's Dirty News. All right. No, you get the filthiest I news. I get the filthiest ones. <laughs> Sorry, bud. Ooh. Mine's just like not clean. Yours is fucking filthy. I'm a, filth, I'm a filth monger. Nasty. <laughs> well, um, so we got into more details about um, about AEW and um, the, the whole situation with WWE and AEW and the uh, Young Bucks. Well, really with the Elite, I should say. Um, let's take a look. Write down the notes. Contract details that WWE gave to Young Bucks, Cody, that left behind. Now, apparently, they, they had 12-plus um, hours of negotiations between Triple H and the Young Bucks. God damn. That's wow. A, that's a lot of, like, it wasn't all in one sitting, though. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. it had been, like, over a course of several months. So the talks between WWE and the Elite were were getting pretty serious. 12 but hours. They could have, I mean, if they weren't interested in hearing them out, like, they right. could have just walked out after yeah, a couple minutes. Thanks true. for lunch, dog. We're out, you know? Exactly. So it, it, it got pretty serious, and then they were even they were definitely thinking about going to WWE. But in the end, we all know that they decided to go with the AEW and to um, kind of cement their own legacy. Did they reveal the number, the actual number? They no, offered? just it was like um, just below what uh, AJ Styles. So AJ That's probably gets like three million a year. I don't even know. Maybe they probably negotiated merch. Um, I heard they wanted being the elite to be a weekly sh- series on the network too. Oh, that's smart. And they they gave him like a six month window. Like, <coughs> if you don't like it, you can leave after six months. Oh shit. Um, yeah, kind of like a, a like a, a gentleman's agreement, kind of like if they don't like where they're going, then they they can choose to leave. Who said that? Oh, W, you gave him that offer. Yeah, yeah that, that was part of the offer. Yeah. Wow, and they still turned it down. They bet on themselves. 
Yeah, yeah. Well, but okay, we'll get into that later. But that's kind of crazy. What else, Dick? Let's see. Oh, and then speaking of AEW, we're, now we got the details of Chris Jericho's contract. It's going to be a three-year contract with them. Three years. Wow. How old is Jericho right now? He's late. He's definitely late forties. <laughs> I want to say maybe forty-six, forty-seven or so. So okay. yeah, somewhere on there. By the time he by the time he leaves, he's gonna be close to fifty. Wow. Wow. I, that's wow. That's pretty scary. He's actually forty-eight right now. Forty-eight. So then he'll be fifty-one. Fifty-one by the time his contract expires. That's Holy. gonna be. But he can still go, and I mean, DDP Yoga has been working wonders for him. It's yeah. not like he's hobbling around in there. He can still like put on a. Good match, as we've seen in Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, I mean, his his either. style is definitely different. I mean, it's it's definitely more of a brawler style, which he, you know, it's added it's added to his career for sure. Hey man, I'm 33 and I can't even do a lion salt. So. Exactly. <laughs> nope. And he still does it, no problem. Not that's, at all. That's very true. And then we also got into details of um, um. I was speaking of Jericho, we also were aware that he uh, was offered a deal with Impact. So Jericho was actually... Impact? Yeah. Jeez, that's uh, that wasn't going to happen. I didn't... It, of course, right. Um, but he was talking about like how like he was getting all these offers, but he really wanted to stay with WWE. That was really what he wanted to do the most. But it was kind of like they were hesitant to keep Jericho or to do anything with Jericho. And um, he eventually chose to sign with AEW. Um, and he did mention... On, he mentioned on his podcast, he... Um, Let's see, Bobby. You can take the yeah, lead. Yeah, you on might want to take the lead on this one, Bobby, because since you were um, y- yeah, you have the scoop. About that. <laughs> Bobby's got the scoop. I got the scoop. Bobby scoops. Here's the scoop. I'll take a double scoop. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so actually, uh, on his podcast, he went into detail. No, 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 no. Don't say on this podcast. You you got this from a source. Oh, from source. give us some um, legitimacy, bro. Come on, man, the source. <laughs> from what I heard. From what I heard from a source. From a source, <laughs> he said that over <laughs> the last two years. Um, he's been in talks with WWE telling Vince everything that he's been doing. So when he first left WWE, it was like, what, late uh, late t- 2017, right? So he when he left, that was like, he was, then he went on tour with Fozzie. And then uh, he did all that, and then he, Vince called, uh, he called up Vince and said, hey, I'm going to ch- do a show in New Japan with Kenny Omega. Uh, and uh, I wanted to see what you thought about it. And he was like, oh, that sounds really great. You should do it. And he was like, oh, really? All right, cool. He got his blessing kind of thing. you know. Yeah. So he went over there and did it. Had the and, decency. You know, had the decency to call him, let him know. You know, he d- he's worked with WWE since 1999. Yeah. You know, he's got some history with them. Um, with New Japan, I guess they sold 10,000 more seats in the Tokyo Arena, Tokyo Dome. And they... They signed like over forty percent more New Japan subscribers. Almost, almost like more, almost half of yeah. what they had originally. That's that's pretty dope. That that's I mean, insane. It got it got Sean, who was on the podcast a couple weeks ago. Yeah, um, it got him to buy a ticket to go. Yeah. So I mean, definitely drawing power, Jericho. Yeah, and um, so he did all that, and then from there he went, uh, did a couple shows with uh, WWE. He did the um. The Greatest Royal Rumble, he was like entry number, I forgot what, number 30 or something like that. And he did that on to for Vince. And then as time went on, I guess he wanted him for Crown Jewel 2. And he had a show over in uh, Osaka. He told Vince, hey, you got to fly me out there if you want me to do it. And um, he said he couldn't do it. And then after that, he ended up doing uh, All In. Yeah. And they, I guess Vince was kind of upset about it. And that's what wrote him off from doing the 
the casket match. Oh, when Rusev was taken out and then yeah. Jericho was put in and then Rusev was, was put back in. Put back in. I guess that he was up kind of upset about it. Bury me softly, brother. Yeah. <laughs> Bury me softly. <laughs> and he, I guess that this whole, th- this whole time he's been in talks with Vince, letting him know everything that he's doing. And he signed on three more shows for New Japan, told Vince. He gets the IC title, tells Vince, hey, man, let's do a, let's do a match. Seth Rollins versus me at SummerSlam. IC champ versus IC champ. Damn. Damn. Right? I mean, that sounds awesome. Yeah. And he, Vince was reluctant and said, no, I don't think they're, we'll, we'll be able to do it. He says, you know what? I know New Japan guys. We can do something. We can work it out. Time goes on. No, he never gets a call back. So he does all these other shows. And, you know, he, he goes to Vince and says, hey, man, I'm doing this Jericho cruise. How about we do NXT Jericho cruise? Damn. And I guess he, he said, well, we'll see. I don't know. Well, we'll I'll, I'll let you know. Never calls him back. So that's the reason why he calls ROH, gets them on the cruise, gets the Young Bucks on the cruise, gets Cody on the cruise. He becomes really good friends with these guys, you know, and over time he becomes like great friends with these guys and he starts talking to Tony Khan. They put him in contact with them. Turns out he's been in with them for like six, seven months. Damn. Tony Khan and the Bucks? T- yeah. Well, I guess Jericho, he's been, uh, Tony Khan has been in contact with Jericho this whole time. Right. And doing this all talking and talking and talking. And, you know, after the after so much time, Vince is letting like not responding to him. He figures, well, I'm as hot as it gets right now. I, I, I'm going to sell myself. So he that's the reason why he ended up signing with AEW. Not only that they gave him so much money, but, he, you know, you this is he's red hot and Vince doesn't even want to talk to him. Well, I mean, yeah, if, if he's getting getting dicked around by by Vince and there's other people that want his services for sure. Like, I'm, why am I going to stay here? Especially the money. I mean, that's probably a big part of it, too. He scheduled the schedule's probably way easier oh, than dude, WWE. That, that too. 100 percent. And creative control as well. <laughs> that that, too. So, I mean, he's I mean, dude, I, he, he said that this is the most money he's ever made wrestling. I wonder what it is. He's this contract. Him, his yeah. contract, this this contract is the most he's ever made. Probably More than like as far as contracts go. Yeah. Um, but he he's he's also had another huge payout with WWE as well because um uh, for the greatest Royal Rumble, he said he was like his top five or six mm-hmm. single day payouts ever. Yeah. Then then he said that that was another one that he just couldn't turn down because it was just so much money. So I mean this I mean it's crazy to think that like this is all because Vince didn't if Vince would have just replied to him and not been a dick, AEW might not even be a thing that it is right yep. now. And they would have never signed Jericho. And we would have IC champ versus IC champ. That's Fuck. still in my mind right now. See, but Vince isn't going to isn't going to play ball with anybody else. No. But no, w- like and that's the problem. That's why AEW is is going to, you know, on track to do good things um cuz they have a relationship with with uh, the Chinese promotion now. Um ROH New Japan you know, they have a working relationship where Vince doesn't want he doesn't even want to mention these other companies. Like when uh, when AJ came in, they never once mentioned impact. They always just said he was on the indies for 10 years. Yep. Yeah. Um, so like this is all just shit coming back that, you know, Vince like was dismissive before. Like this is all stuff that, you know, is probably going to bury them or not bury them. Obviously not. But going to, you know, take a chunk of their viewership. For sure, dude. It's crazy to think that that's that that's the reason why. All, all because Vince. That that he. That's the reason why he ended up signing with them. 
It's crazy. Yeah, so you got to lock it up, Vince. I don't know what you're doing up there, buddy. Um, you done fucked up. He's too focused <laughs> on the XFL. Yeah, that too. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Season ticket holder right here. LA Extreme, <laughs> longest reigning champs. Um, and apparently AEW <laughs> is already in the works with a TV deal. And not just like a rinky-dink pop TV Spike. or what Spike. the outdoors network <laughs> where TNA is at right now. Uh, they're actually talking to TNT, TBS, and the CW. And those are major Major, major networks. huge marketplace. Dude, they um, could cross pro with like the NBA if yeah. you get on TNT. Dude, right? And that's huge. like boom town. You know, it's over. Yeah, they w- that would cement them as being uh, something to work with. Being elite, maybe. Ooh, Ooh. it's going to be so dope. What else we got, Dick? Well, um, we also I was, we also need to mention uh, Lars Sullivan and how he was supposed to be uh, debuting either on Raw or SmackDown, but it turns out that he is nowhere to be found. Oh, yeah, I heard about this. And in fact, he he flew home. He flew home. He yeah, flew he home. ended up flying home. I heard, wow. I heard about that. I don't he, know what it was. I know he, he had like a. I, mean, I think it might have been a panic attack. He had a, an anxiety, anxiety attack. attack. There you go. Damn, Lars, you a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, his first it, big it Raw was match. Pretty yeah. serious, you know. And it got to the point where, like, he had to fly home, and uh, they had big plans for him. Um, they pushed him for, like, what, a month and a half? Lars Sullivan is coming? Yes. Yeah. Um, they protected him pretty well in NXT. Yeah, and, he, you know, I think it sucks because as someone that struggles with anxiety myself, um, I know what that can do to you physically and mentally. Right. Um, it, it, it can really fuck you up. So, I mean, I'm not... I'm not going to call him a bitch or nothing, but uh, definitely probably doesn't sit well with Vince, you know, like, oh, I, oh, I, no, I, I can't rely not. on this guy. I can't rely on this guy. Let's go some more. Let's go with someone else now. Yeah. I mean, giving him that huge push and then all of a sudden it's like, I can't make it. Sorry. And he like, blew it. Dude, I, I have stage a, fright, you yeah, know, I, for a whole month, you know, he blew it like. Vince is never going to think of him the same anymore. I think know? so. I mean, I mean, you can't even sneeze in front of Vince. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> Imagine you having can't. A, like no. a, an anxiety attack. Yep, you're done. Oh, you're weak. Yeah. You're a goddamn weakling. Yeah, I can imagine the curse words he's saying. I'm like, what? Probably called him the F word. Yeah. God damn it. Probably yeah. called him the N word, too. Oh, for no reason. Oh, man. <laughs> Jeez. <Yeah. laughs> Probably. Pal. God damn it. Get on that fucking plane then. Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Weak-minded fool. I was a fool for believing in Lars Sullivan. I totally, yeah, that's, I feel bad for the guy. I mean, he blew dude, it, man. What's crazy is you think someone like that looks scary. He looks fucking scary as fuck. He had an anxiety attack. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you just never know. It happens man. to everyone, man. It's it, like, it does you know, happen. To the brain's crazy, man. Yeah. Sometimes it'll it'll backfire on Strongest you. Strongest muscle, <laughs> strongest fucking muscle, man. Bro. But brain. at the same time, maybe, he, maybe in hindsight, maybe this was the right move for him. Maybe he realizes, oh shit, I'm on the main roster. I got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Probably smartened up, brother. Yeah, <laughs> not the best money move, though. Honestly, damn it. Definitely Lars. not the best money move. I'm gonna go to Impact. See ya. See ya. Oh, I gotta go to my psychiatrist. See ya. <laughs> 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 oh man, um, what else? I think that's pretty much what we covered so far. I mean, we got a, we we talked talk about a lot Kenny? of AEW news. We didn't talk about Kenny. Oh, Kenny, we did not. Um, Why you trying to wrap up early, bro? <laughs> <laughs> we this got shit bi- to do. This we is a big a one to me. Yeah, this is a right. huge one. All right, well, you guys, you guys handled the uh, Kenny one. Um, so apparently, yeah, Kenny Omega's turned down money from WWE. Um, it's likely he's going to go to AEW. 
And when we're talking big money, we're talking like six figure money. Yeah. Um, they were going to empty their pocketbooks for, for Kenny Omega. And a lot of rumors that he's going to be at the Rumble. Spoiler alert, that's not going to happen. Um, he's under contract till the end of January. Um, so I would like to see it. I think it'd be dope, uh, surprise, but I don't, I don't see it happening. He's yeah. making a huge mistake, though. By you think? A hundred percent. You only have one shot to cement yourself as the greatest ever. And the only way to do that is if you do it in the WWE. He, he could do it with if he does it in a five-year window, which I think he would. That's all you got to do. Then go back to the Indies or whatever. You don't have to like invest your whole career. But at least if you had that small time period in your show that you were the best during that small period of time. I could see that, yeah. At the highest level. No one's going to care. You know what I mean? I mean, he'll be like folklore. Like, oh, like, when people talk about Dynamite it's Kid and other shit like that. Like, people, like, they need to see you on that level for a little bit. Especially nowadays, you know it, what I mean? It's going to be the, right. all the, the what-ifs. Yeah, exactly. To me, it's like, I think I texted you guys about that fool from Atlanta United. Yeah. He's balling out, right? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah he's a beast. On First MLS. Year. Dude, if he did that in the European leagues... Like he, like he's the Javanko. He's gonna be Javanko of mm -hmm. of wrestling. Oh yeah, definitely. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's not. He needs to test. He needs to see if he can do it on the the big level. And he could. We all know he could. Oh yeah, definitely. And I think he's. It's just a big mistake. At least do it for like two or three years, Kenny. Something. Yeah. Um. But he's betting on himself. Um. I'm I'm sure he believes in this company. And yeah. you know, I don't think they're gonna you know take over WWE. Anytime soon. Um, I don't think anybody ever will. Nope. But I think they're going to give him a, a serious run for the money. And they might have to have him to split the market, really, with, like, fans like us versus, like, WWE might just go catered towards kids even more yeah. than they are they already are. Um, yeah, that's going to be pretty wild. I don't know what... I mean... Come on, Kenny. Please. I know why he's doing it. He's He he believes in the Young Bucks and Cody. I'm it's sure, also a big fuck you. Yeah. It is. And it I'm is. sure Cody's in his ear telling him, hey, man... I've been there. I've done that. They're going to bury you. They're going to use you for a year, and then you're gone. You're done. You'll be space dust. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that that's... He has a lot of ears, you know, people in his ears. I'm sure Jericho is even telling him some stuff. You know, hey, man, this is, this is it, you know? With AEW, you could cement yourself as being the best in a company that's barely starting. Did you, you know he's already 35? Yeah. Can he? Yeah. He yeah. He's yeah. 35. So I say he has like five peak Th years. This is the prime of his of his yeah. career then right now. Not mm -hmm. 35 is like prime time. Uh, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We're going to find out in the weeks to come. Um, rumor also has it CM Punk has been contacted. Um, by AEW? By AEW. Oh, wow. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he's going to be wrestling, but they're saying maybe <laughs> as, a, as a commentator. Who, if you remember when he was doing commentary on Raw, like whenever he coming in punk fucking Michael Cole. He was the shit. <laughs> he was so good. He was so good on, on commentary. Damn good, dude. But I it, from what they from what I've been hearing is that he doesn't want to do wrestling ever again. Like that's he's done with it. Damn. How's he, how's His last be? match was against in the Royal Rumble against and got eliminated by Kane. Yeah. How's totally that? fucked. Oh uh, what a what a way to, to go. That out. was that was five years ago. Was Ooh. it already? Damn. Yeah, because it was back in 2014, right? Yes, he punk's been Shit. gone for a minute, man. He's been gone for a while. Yeah. Fuck. Still that gets sucks. those chance though. Yeah. yeah. He does. I don't know. I even though he failed in UFC, uh, he's still an attraction. He's still a big name, um, and he's still popular. You know, dude. If he really wanted to give a big fuck you to to Vince, oh yeah, he, this would be it. This oh. would be it, and this would launch AEW into a whole other stratosphere. Yep. I think if they had CM Punk. Ooh. Because all those people that chant CM Punk would watch AEW yep. oh, for yeah. that. 
Um, there's other, this is a lot of AEW news, but we got to get through it. Uh, Maria Kanellis and Mike Kanellis, along with the Revival, have all asked for their release from WWE. That's so sad. That's that's huge, man. That's scary. Mike Kanellis, I mean, he was injured, but he was only on SmackDown four times that's since he signed his contract. When like, did he get hurt? Uh, pff, a long time ago. A while yeah. back, over a year ago or and so. Then, and then Maria had a baby. Yeah. Oh. Had a baby, it's a boy. And, uh, <laughs> Good reference. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> God damn, I still remember that fucking commercial. <laughs> I can't not think That's of that. That's ingrained, man. That and the Aaron Burr milk commercial. Yeah. Those are like the two that like iconic. I, I know like the back of my hand. Um, but yeah, it says a lot. It says a lot, especially with the revival not wanting to be there. I get Maria and, and Mike because they've been mishandled from the get go. Yeah. Um, even the, the song, the get, it was just not good. Well, especially for Mike, since he took up uh, Maria's last name or Maria's maiden name, I should say. Yeah, Ooh. that did him no favors. I did. Vince was like, "He's a bitch." <laughs> Shit. He's a bitch. <laughs> Goddamn bitch. Damn. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, but the revival, if you noticed, the last couple of weeks on Raw, they've actually had hashtag FTR on their gear. Uh, which is a very not not so subtle um, nod to being the elite. Yes, because that's where FTR came from. <gasps> right. Um, I got it. So <laughs> it's going to be interesting, uh, especially after this all in. I think we're going to get a lot more details, and we're going to get a lot more like insight on what's going on with the, that. WWE is given. Uh, the revival, big big push. Oh, how how convenient! Right, all I mean, of a sudden, the timing. The timing is perfect. Well, it, their it. tactic worked. God yes. damn it! So and, shit. Uh, fuck the revival. <laughs> <laughs> um. So I think I think we're finally done. Yeah. That's with a lot of fucking news. That's a lot of news. Well, luckily there is like no big story in wrestling. Yeah, so. Raw and SmackDown were the same. I feel like they they. They hit the reset button and it's slowly going back to the old old days. Quickly, it reset um, it back to the same shit. Yeah, this was um, two really bad shows. Um, they had their hits and misses, uh, but for the most part, uh, I didn't like it. Uh, big thing coming out of Raw, they've been hyping up Braun versus Brock um, for the Universal Title at the Royal Rumble. That is now off, and the way that they explain this was Baron Corb or. Yeah, no. Yeah, Baron Corbin ran away from from uh, Braun Strowman, uh, ran to the back, got into a limo that Vince showed up in, and Braun fucked up the limo. He broke the windows and broke the door off of the, the limo itself. Vince sees this, and he's like, what the hell? You ripped up the door! And, like, what was funny, Brock was, or Braun was trying to put it back on. Oh, God. <laughs> he was trying to, like, <laughs> yeah, I didn't see put that it back part. onto the on the limo, and Vince is like... I'm finding you $100,000. And then Vince is like, but that's not fair. Or yeah. And then, and then Braun's like, um, talking back to Vince and Vince punked him out really bad. And he's made him look weak. Yeah. Made him look so weak. And was like, well, just cause of that, you're not going to be on the raw rumble. (laughs) And, uh, so we had a fatal four way later that night, um, which we'll, we'll get to, but I, I, speaking of that story, um, Apparently, this was actually the plan all along was to not have Braun and Brock wrestle at the Good. Red Rumble. Well, apparently, he's still not healthy, right? That and they weren't going to go with that plan. They weren't going to go with Braun to wrestle at all. Yeah, I think they were there. They were. I'll go for it. 
they were saving him, I guess. I, that's what that's what I heard. I don't see how, why, or what. There's like, no more heat. He's lost all his heat. Got these hands. I, he's looked so bad against Brock, dude. It looks the so last two weeks, he's looked so awful. Calling him like, do you really think that's an insult to call him? Hey, Beastie Boy! Like who? he's been saying that for a that's while. Stupid. Yeah, that's pretty fucking so stupid. so dumb. He's been saying that for almost a year now. Yeah, I hey, don't. Beastie Boy. That's a pretty good Braun person. That's pretty. That's a very good Braun actually. <laughs> you gonna put that in your arsenal? I'm gonna yeah, add you know, that to the arsenal. You're gonna have to add put that. that in the back pocket. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. So um, according to Dave Meltzer, he did he did talk to um a source. People, source source source. <laughs> We got to, yeah, so uh, he was talking to uh, um, sources uh, in WWE, and uh, they did confirm that the plan was supposed to be Finn Balor versus uh, Brock Lesnar, and this was planned for months. So it was convenient how Finn got his push, uh, his planned push. But with um, with Braun, Braun was getting weaker and weaker reactions. Hmm. Ever I since I wonder what's I wonder why. Ever since they. Um they wanted to go with Roman, and when they had a white hot Braun Strowman, and they uh, they jobbed him out to Roman. When they went with Roman instead um, for the Universal Title, and ever since then he's never been the same. And then he gets hurt. Correct, you're right. Um, so su- sucks for, sucks for Braun. Yeah, they they screwed him over big time with this whole whole thing. So well, I, I'm not I'm not into it. One thing I liked in this segment was like as they're going. From like the ring to the back, you see Elias. He's like narrating. Oh it yeah, with a song. He like <laughs> writes a song like "Bronze Driving to the Back," <laughs> and like I thought that was kind of cool. And that um, was a creative way to to, to add uh, Elias to the just segment. a little pepper in, you know, yeah. a little, little Easter egg, if you will. Um, why why that sound? <laughs> is that how you is that how you put? That's pepper? my Easter egg sound, That's guys. How you, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, we had a Rhonda. Rousey and Sasha Banks teaming against the Samoan Sisterhood. Botamania. Um, yeah. Another Nia's Nia's just not good, dude. Oh, that mm-hmm. looks so bad. Um, so Banks gets a state the bank statement for the win make on Tamina, and um, okay. <laughs> they they did um it was it was during this match I mean was it during this match or was it during the um the revival match where they. I'm trying to remember where they had like the cutout of um, where they went to the back and they were lined up in Mitz's office. Oh, it was during the revival match. It was revival. Okay, yeah. never mind. Then we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Then. Um, but how many times does Nia Jax run into a turnbuckle every fucking match now? Like that's is she just an idiot that is slow and like realizes oh she's gonna get out of the way? I should maybe be be a little bit more prepared for for this i don't i just i can't stand that spot they they did it like five times in this match the week before the whole match was centered around that's how sasha banks got back on the offense was because nia Jax was running into the turnbuckles every single time that's it, a weakness this shows how limited uh nia Jax is with her move sets for sure and it's it's just oh, such yeah. a joke like every single time she does it and i don't understand why they're giving her this huge push every week it's like not she's in the show every single week, yeah, and she just sucks so bad. Well, I'm sure we'll get into the the women's tag titles, but this Ooh. is going to be like the big bad heels of the probably that division is going to be Nia and Tamina. Yeah, besides that, my girls, iconic. Ooh, the riots, oh, riots, on oh, iconic, bro. Oh, Get out of here. Easter, that's the one. That's Easter, yeah, bro. That's, that's, that's when it comes. Easter. Yeah. Um, 
<laughs> After that was the revival against Lucha House Party. Again. Um, we've seen this match, although there was no Lucha House Party rules. I think they finally caught on to the fact that nobody likes seeing that because it makes the Lucha House Party look like the heels. Very um, true. I hate, Mexicans. I hate that they come out with pinatas and throw candy out. It's 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 so fucking annoying. Come on, man! They're trying to be New Costa Day. Rica. They're trying to be Costa Rican. Yeah, <laughs> they're trying to be Mexico. Yeah. Um, but we have the uh, during that match we did have a cut to the back with uh, Dasha Fuentes, the yikes person that just like robotically interviews. She's really the worst. She's, um, she's talking to people standing in line because now Braun doesn't have or Brock doesn't have an opponent. Everyone's in line to try to get that title shot at Vince's office. And we see EC3 uh, in the background, which really weird way to introduce him and get like no reaction. Like they kind of like um, she went up to po- him. Like, was he posing, right? Yeah, he was posing and they went up to talk to him and like they paused for the reaction and there was zero. Oh, yeah. no, I mean, he- just like, oh, like, oh, look, EC3. And then they just like kind of like went along with their business. Not only they did it for Raw, but they also did it for SmackDown as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That is the best way to kill someone's push. If, I mean, it wasn't even a push, yeah. but to de- the worst way to debut someone. You got to introduce these people. Yeah. No one knows who that is. But nope. people don't watch, not, not a lot of people watch NXT. And um, they did it. There's, they're doing it for everybody. Um, it's really weird. Um, the revival wins. And I had another point I was going to make about that, but I just forgot it. Oh, um, how, was it was it with how they won? Because I liked how they won. Oh no, for sure. Like the fact that um, what was it? Kalisto, not Kalisto. Um, Grand Metal League had his foot on the rope, and Dawson pushed his foot off the rope, and the ref counted three. That was great. I loved it. That was re- that was revenge at its like the greatest revenge. I don't agree with but it was great that they well, finally got their confidence. They've been getting fucked over every week, yes. so it's good that they finally got about fucked over someone else. And it's just good classic tag team wrestling, too, when yes. you think about it. Um, oh, that's that was the other point I was going to make. Um, so you have EC3 in a line to talk to Vince for a title shot, but the line is full of so total jabronis. You had Apollo Crews back there. You had um, Heath Slater, mm-hmm. Rhino. You had um, Kurt Hawkins. Like, mm-hmm. And these guys are like, oh, I'm going to get a title. But then you have him with, standing with a bunch of losers like, I don't know. I just I didn't like that. He, at all. They could have easily done like a thing where he's like, "Get the hell out of the way." You know who I am. I'm yeah. EC3. Get that's, the that's, that's better than what they did. Book it, Bobby. Book this it. is my spot. Get out of here, you jobbers. <laughs> yeah. And he could have went straight to the front of the line and like pounded on Vince's door. That would have been a cool way to put him in there. But WWE, you know, he's the one percent. What what the fuck is he doing waiting in line? Yeah, right. Yeah, that's not very one percent. He could have paid everyone to get to the front. Fucking Republican. <laughs> Damn. Uh, and then Vince comes down to the ring um, and he gets interrupted by Cena. Cena actually had a good promo in yeah. this. And I like the throwback to ruthless aggression. Like, uh, <laughs> very cool. It's been 15 years since ruthless aggression, man. Is it really? It has. Damn, we're Damn. old. We're still watching wow. this shit. <laughs> for life. <laughs> for, for, for life. For life. But, um, yeah, so as soon as Cena um, starts starts talking, um um, out comes McIntyre, and then it becomes a chain reaction where it was McIntyre. Um, yeah, help me out. It was um, McIntyre, Corbin, Corbin, and Finn. There you go. Thank yeah. you. Um, Each making a case. Yeah, and 
Finn actually, we'll get we'll get into it later, but he they're they're all in on Finn right now. They have to be. And um, he even tells Vince like, "You didn't believe in me, but all these people did." And I, I popped, I popped. I, I always like, pop for Finn, dude. Yeah. He's the shit. Did you see his Instagram post where he, it was him standing next to a corn in the cob? Yeah. Dude, <laughs> dude I said you guys that. Isn't that creepy? Yeah. <laughs> so fucking hilarious. His abs are just cobs, How dude. How's he, do- <laughs> How is he doing that? <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, and, and speaking of Finn, um, he did wrestle on um, TakeOver UK, the first TakeOver UK show oh, this yeah. past weekend. And it was actually a very good match he had with um, with his with doppelganger. With his, with his, yeah. <laughs> I mean, he he trained him, Devlin. He trained Devlin. Um, oh, really? He did. So that's wow. why he, he, he looks like his that. doppelganger. And B, um, <laughs> he wanted to wrestle because that was his. Um, that's who he trained. Oh, that's awesome! I need to go back and watch that. I heard it was really good. Yes, I, um, it was overall a good show. Um, probably not as good as any of the regular takeovers, but um, it was not. A, it was definitely by by no means a bad show. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had the Riot Squad mm. <laughs> <laughs> versus Bailey, Natalia, and the debuting Nikki Cross. Hell yeah! Um, they they were hyping it up like who's going to be her the mystery third member of their team, and uh, it was, this was this was cool. Um, Is it face? I guess. Weird. I, sort we of. We don't I know. Mean, she's, she's she's crazy. She's crazy. That's okay. that's what they're going with, yeah. which I'm I'm cool with. She she just wants to play. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, which which I'm cool with. Um, you know, baby faces win, um, and not really much to that match. Um, so, oh, Jinder was actually involved in the, that big confrontation with Vince, and Jinder calls out Finn. So Finn had to do double duty. He had yes, to go through did. Jinder first to get the win and uh, to get into that. Um, not really much to say about that. Um, oh, the uh, we have a new IC champion, guys. Oh, we do. Yes, we do. The what's his name? The All man Mighty. of the hour, the almighty Bob Lashley. Big black. Robert uh, Lashley. <laughs> Robert Lashley. <laughs> Sounds like a Republican senator. <laughs> he does. <laughs> um, it was a triple threat with him, Seth Rollins, and Dean Ambrose, and I did not see that coming. That's that was pretty crazy. I I mean, dude, on on a random raw to lose the title, right? That was pretty cool. And the the cool thing is, is like Bobby Lashley is kind of growing on me now he's finally lost that stupid smile that he's been walking in with absolutely and it looks he looks mean you know he looks like he's uh you know aggressive and he's he's ready to you know beat up somebody so i was i was actually happy that he was showing like his mean side not always the big old white smile you know provided he's in those stupid ass poses though right yeah there's that too can't win them all can't win them all guys yeah <laughs> You know, they were just throwing stuff at the wall and see what stuck. Um, and you know, I'm down with the Almighty, and I, I love him with with uh, Leo Rush. Leo Rush actually cut a pretty intense promo before the match. Yes, he did. I'm t- I'm I'm glad they're going away from like this annoying heel aspect of him and get into like a serious. We about to fuck you up, dog. Yeah. Uh, which I'm down for. Everybody's scared of the black man. Come on now, play into, they gotta play into the fear of America. His traps go up to his ears. He's a scary dude, man. He's dude. a big dude. He's a dude. He'll when he like goes up. down and he's like going ready for that like tackle, dude, that like spear. Oh, oh my yeah, yeah, God. He looks scary. Like, can you imagine that guy running at you? Like, I'd be scared for my life. That's a right. He has freakish genetics, dude. Yeah, for sure. That's and for steroids, sure. But yeah, so they <laughs> and steroids. Um, but yeah, let's see something new. I'm down with it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of something new. 
well, something old with something new. Uh, we had another moment of bliss. I feel like they're not learning the lesson with how bad these things are. Yeah, no, they're not. Um, the main takeaway, she was going to interview Paul Heyman, and uh, for some reason, uh, main takeaway from this is they finally revealed the women's tag team titles. Um, and New Japan called? Oh, wait, hold on. I'm getting a... Hello? Oh, yeah. It was New Japan. They want their tag title design back. <laughs> um, because this, uh, they look like New Japan-inspired oh. belts. They look like the IC, the, their IC Championship belt. Definitely. I mean, I think that they took uh, a, a page out of their book to where not every fucking belt needs to say WWE, you know, their, right. say their logo and has to be that color, or red or blue. They are officially the nicest belts in the entire company. Yeah. On, well, the, main, on the main roster. On the main sure. roster, yeah. Yes. Um, I w- I'm a big fan of them. I think they, I think they look awesome. Um, they announced that they're going to be, they're going to, whoever wins at the Elimination Chamber for the first ever, they always got to have the first evers, uh, women's tag team Elimination Chamber match. They're going to run out of first evers pretty soon. They um, have to at this point. Yeah, so we're going to find out um, what happens. The... The way that this segment ends is uh, heavy machinery come out. Yeah. And <laughs> I already hate what they're doing to these guys. Otis. Guys. They're making Otis look like a complete fool. Otis comes out and he just says, pretty lady, pretty lady a bunch of times. And Ooh, that's how it ends. Pretty lady. It's <laughs> god awful. Those guys deserve way more and than that. And if you've never seen he- heavy machinery, especially Otis, your first reaction would probably be like, is this guy from the south? Is he like one of those? Is he? He's like a hick. deliverance, bro. But his name is Otis, so Otis. yeah, <laughs> you would think, right? But um, they're they're a dope ass tag team, and they're making them Otis look like is, fucking Otis is a jokers. Dude, but they're just they're they're making him so one dimensional. And yeah. uh, speaking of which, on SmackDown, um, well, you want to get into SmackDown, or should we? Just oh, we still got the main event. Oh, we'll main event. Main okay, event. We'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Um, then. good match with uh with the in the fatal four way against. Finn Balor, John Cena, Drew McIntyre, and Baron Corbin um, to fight Brock Lesnar at the Rumble. Finn Balor actually gets the win in this. And the most surprising part is John Cena took the coup de grace. And uh, Finn Balor, like, stood on him for a little bit. I don't th- I don't think he was supposed to. Oh, no, that was on the gender. Gender, he fucking gave all of his weight on the gender. Yeah. Uh, but after the match, John Cena cuts a promo and puts Finn Balor over big time. Raises his hand and, you know... Basically, writes uh, signs off on Finn Balor being the, the perfect one to face Brock. Good for him. Do Good you think Finn. he needed that? Yes. Do you think he needed Cena to give give him that promo? It After helps. It doesn't hurt. It helps a lot. It doesn't hurt at all. Becky got the rub. Now, now Finn got the rub. It's all you because know, John Cena. He, you got to think of it like this. Cena is to the point where like he doesn't. I mean, he doesn't need. To be the main event guy, he already is like one of the biggest names of all time. Whether you agree with Cena, whether you like Cena or not, you have to understand he's he's been one of the he's been the top guy for the past really almost fifteen years. Jeez, That's yeah. a long yeah. time. Um, ruthless aggression, exactly. And. If John Cena endorses you, then that's a very high saying. That's like Stone Cold endorsing you or Hogan endorsing you. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's the top guy. So if he's endorsing you, then that's good. It says a lot, and I want to know: Are we going to get the Demon at the Royal Rumble? Ha- have to. Ooh, they have, have to, right? To. The Demon's undefeated, dude. Yeah. It's going to take everything. They don't fucking give us the <laughs> fucking demon. I am going to lose my fucking shit. 
Vince has to know that's merch money. Dude. That to prints the, oh. money, dude. dude. The beast versus the demon. Oh. I'm, I'm all about oh it, man. God, dude, I could. They need to start getting those promo pictures up. Damn, ASAP. And the, the demon has to win. Let's hope. Well, yeah, I, that would even make more drama in the match because the demon's undefeated, right? And we know what Brock Lesnar does to streaks. So there's a there'd be a lot of tension in that match just on that visual alone. Um, and you know, big guy, little guy. You've seen what Brock and AJ can do. Um, he works really good with the smaller guys. Brock You've seen and what Brian. him and Brock and Brian, Brock and Seth, like he can, he can definitely put on a show Absolutely. when when someone's bumping for him, and when he respects the opponent. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And you know, Paul Heyman's actually wanted Finn Balor for this for a while. He's gone even on Raw to put over Finn Balor in a he big has. way. Um. So yeah, that was that. After 24 hours later, <laughs> we got SmackDown and um, another not so great show. Not yeah, really any highlights. Um, Becky Lynch drank a shake that Heavy Machinery was making. Speaking of Otis, um, it was tuna, protein powder, pancakes, and eggs. And, and eggs. eggs. Whole eggs. And they very clearly switched out the shit for like a normal, a normal shake. Cause yeah. Muscle milk. Yeah, it was uh, Orange Julius. They they got a shot on Becky walking up. They had a shot of them blending it for like two seconds, and then the camera goes really tight on the new day for like three seconds and comes back, and then we have a perfectly blended drink now. All of a sudden, how convenient! <laughs> um, so heavy machinery might have like a heavy like duty blender, maybe that blends things really fast. Because there was like f- whole eggs. Yeah. Like it w- they weren't cracked. They were Shell whole eggs. Shell and all, dude. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Becky, you know, they got to put her over. She's like, she walks up and takes a giant gulp out of it and makes her look strong in the process. <laughs> New Day. Oh, you the man. Yeah. You the man. <laughs> I love the New Day, dude. New Day's so Biggie's, good. Biggie's my favorite out of all <laughs> Shit, of them. Biggie's dude. the best. What, he's, he's all rubbing himself and touching himself <laughs> while he's drinking. <laughs> it's so good. Um, and then there's a, a promo in the ring from Becky and Oscar. They go back and forth, and the Iconics come out. And you know what happens when the Iconics come out? They're gonna job. And that's exactly what happened. Becky beat Peyton Royce, um, who's got way more offense than I think she should have had in this match. Absolutely. Um, and then there was a match right after Oscar's like, "Oh yeah, I can beat the other one." So Oscar goes and squashes <laughs> Billy Kay like almost instantly. Yep. So yep. it makes Oscar look really strong. It looked like made Becky look like she had a hard time with Peyton Royce. Yeah, that that was a uh, kind of crazy because instantly like Oscar like just beat Billy Kay like nothing. To be fair, yeah. Yeah. Peyton Royce is a lot better than Billy Kay. That's one hundred percent hotter too. Hotter, yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so. That's a thing. Um, yeah. And <laughs> I, I, I mean, lost my train much, of thought. There's pretty much not a whole lot to say about... about. Um, it was a sloppy match. It was, a sl- it was definitely a sloppy match. Yeah. yeah. The, the Becky Payton match was definitely sloppy. Smackdown um, was kind of weak. It was. It, it kind of yeah. was. I was I was a bit disappointed. Um, but... Um, we did get a shot of Lacey Evans. Yes, we did. Drinking uh, Mai Tai or something. Or <laughs> something in the back. Something... That, like whatever the hell she was drinking. Yeah, yeah. I, I do not like her gimmick. Uh, you know, know, out of I'm all, sure what out of all the that. debuts, the only one who had an in-ring debut was Nikki Cross. Yeah, I'll live with that though, um, which I'm which I'm fine with. Yeah, because Nikki Nikki Cross is the shit, man. She's really right. good. Um, after that, we had AJ Styles come out and walk straight to the ring, and then into the crowd, and then they go to commercial, come back, and he's at the concession stand. And this this was weird because. Yes. 
I agree. I actually agree with what Dan and Brian was saying about like these people eat hot dogs and they're unhealthy. And then AJ's like, let them eat whatever they want. If they want to eat a hot dog, let them. Like, no, have some, have some, uh, uh, some self control. You yeah. shouldn't be eating hot dogs and soda all the time. Um, so that that was weird. <clears throat> and then um, he's talking and he's throwing merch out to the people. Were, were, were you going to say something, Dick? I was going to ask you guys. Why was it necessary for AJ to walk to the ring and then up to the crowd? They could have just done the hope scene just at the concession stand. There's no point of him walking in the ring. Stall, bro, for, stall time. for time. It's a two-hour show. It's less than two hours. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't get they it. They didn't either. have that much material that oh, night. Well, I guess I <laughs> guess it shows. I guess it shows for this episode. Writers blew their wads in the last two weeks. Like we need a break, Vince. Yes. <laughs> Check this shit out. Check this shit out. We're just gonna, us ten minutes. We're gonna buy us ten minutes with this right here. Um, so walk slow, AJ. I thought it was crazy. I didn't see Dan O'Brien coming to do that, and I thought a random fan jumped in and started punching AJ in the very, very beginning. Yeah. Me too. Yeah. Um, Dan O'Brien was wearing a hoodie and gets put through a table of hot dogs. Cool. <laughs> he must have hated that for, for in real life. He's like, oh, yeah. He's like, <laughs> he got mustard all over. He was mad over a little spot of mustard on his shirt last week. This week, everything was doused in mustard, oh, so he, he's probably geez. pissed. He's really mad. Um, and that's that's where that ended. Um, I didn't get it. It's whatever. This is not the way you build up the world title match. Yep. Nope. Um, <clears throat> and AJ, I honestly, I don't agree with you, bro. People need to have some self control and not eat hot dogs all the time. Yeah. They come on, man. <laughs> I mean, it's not the way. Yeah. I'm all for moderation. Moderation. <laughs> that's the word I was looking for. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> they can come here and do whatever they want. Yeah, but in, in moderation. In moderation. Yeah, chill out. Get that's Diet Coke all, that's next all, time. That's all. Dan and Brian was was talking about. He's like, just. You don't have to eat all this crap. <laughs> Get a salad next time. Uh, and it kind of sucks. I don't know. Like, I'm looking forward to their match, but there's just something about like when the the WWE title, like even though it's changed hands, it just it still feels secondary. Not not but for I, me. Not for this case. I think D. Bry is the best thing in wrestling. You know, besides Becky. I mean, D. Bry is on fire, dude. The I two of them. Have like revamped yeah. the whole. Yeah, I think like it's back. But as far as title strength, they put the universal title above everything. Oh well, yeah. But yeah. I'm saying, well, like, of course. In my eyes, this this match. I would even say the women's the, the SmackDown women's champ would be above it. I because the just the well, fact SmackDown that SmackDown women's champ <laughs> yeah. is the number just, one. Just because of just because of Becky. Well, yeah. Becky's the number one wrestler in all wrestling. In, right, in right WWE, in, on the main roster for sure. Well, if you're number one on WWE, you're number one in the world, in my opinion. Damn. All right. Well, no, it's that's like a, that's a hot know, take. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, it is. That's, it's that's the way it's always been. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. The way it's the way it should be. I, yeah. I agree. Do you think with the women's titles being, it sounds like it's going to be a floating title. I don't think they're going to let one brand they have shouldn't. the belt. Yeah. Uh, their their own belt. The, the tag belts, right? Yes. Do you think that that could be a stepping stone into unifying all the belts and we just have four main champions instead of <laughs> a one champion for each brand? Because I feel like that would help the prestige of each title. Have that champion go back and forth between That's Raw and SmackDown. I've, I've been saying that from the beginning. They should have just had one world champion. One tag champ. I see champ on one brand, U.S. champ on the other. That's fine. Yeah. And then one one tag champ. That's the, all you need. The biggest downside to that is obvious is the merch they, they make on those fucking belts. I hear they make so much on each of those belts. So. Oh, I'm so that's one reason they wouldn't do it, but who knows? We'll see. And there's so much talent. I think there's enough titles other than the women's tag team titles to go around. Yeah. It's just a matter of booking it correctly. I think the only one that they need to like only have one set, one belt is the tag team belts. 
Like, yeah. There's agreed, agreed. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Raw and SmackDown men's, they should just well, have that and the one, world title. one tag. Yeah, that too. I mean, they should so, definitely just have one. So what we just said, just have one belt, except for the IC and, and uh, US champ. Yes. Yeah. I mean, that's. I think that's the way to go. Because... I mean, again, there is so much talent on the on the on the roster. It, I guess, a lot of people would get lost in the shuffle with that happening. But I think it's the way to go. But I mean, that's I, just I don't, I don't, I don't, me. I don't, just I don't really think so. Because you can you can elevate the IC in the U.S. title to be the top brand for the for each. That could be the world and universal title, and have just one. You know what I mean? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. That could be the top, the brand's top title, but the world champion presides over all. Yeah, yes, definitely the king, the if king. you will. <laughs> and then you could determine who would be your number one contender by whoever is the champion. Exact mundo. The way it used to be, whenever someone won the IC title, it was a big deal because we knew the world title's next. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Um, now, no, it, does, it yeah, doesn't I, feel that way at it all. It doesn't. It doesn't at all. And you, I feel like Seth is going to keep going for that belt. For fucking ever, maybe Seth, Seth versus. Well, Finn. now, well, I think with Lashley winning, yeah, it they, gets Seth away from the IC title. Both of them actually, yeah, true, yeah, because they are feuding with each other, so that could s- separate they, it. They can have their own feud for a while, which without a title, that can go to WrestleMania, yeah, and bl- have the blow off there. Yeah, it'll be a long, lo- a lot of a uh, lot of matches and promos, but they can they can totally take it to Mania. Um, we'll see. Um, a lot could happen between now and Mania. A lot can happen. We still have another pay per view to get through too. Shit. Um, Ooh, how well, many two? We got the Royal Rumble and the Elimination Chamber. Chamber about Fastlane. Chamber Elimination. I don't think. F- I think Elimination Take Chamber took over for Fastlane. Huh. Which is good. Well, either way, there's still more than one paper. We still got some pay per views left before WrestleMania. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, we got a backstage segment with Jimmy Uso getting a gift from Mandy Rose, including. <laughs> yeah, it, Including her <laughs> hotel room key. What a slut. <laughs> um, but Scandalous. then they, they cut to a, um, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville talking, and she does, you know, she, she blurts out her grandmaster plan of, I'm trying to make Naomi miserable as possible, and I don't know why. We don't know why she doesn't like her. She just doesn't like Racist. her. Racist. Racist. That's what I think. She's black. She's a, she's a closeted Trump fan. Yep. Ooh, um, hot take. Build that wall. <laughs> so that happened. Um, we cut to later in the night. This was weird. Jimmy went to the room. Like I, I was watching. Like, wait, why are you going there? You could have just been like, oh, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not even gonna entertain this. You would think, right? Um, he goes in the room, and it's really edited like a TV show. Like there's cameras set up to get a shot of Mandy by herself. Like very weird. <laughs> very um, Jerry Springer like. Very Jerry Springer like. Well, n- then she goes and tells Jimmy, "I don't like your wife. I'm gonna ruin your marriage." And then a f- like TMZ photographer pops out of the bathroom <laughs> and takes pictures. That was hilarious. Um, which I'm like, okay, well, there's, it's on SmackDown right now. Like, you think <laughs> Naomi doesn't? Or the end? Does Naomi not watch the show or something? Or <laughs> do you not know that you're being filmed? <laughs> yeah. like, Supposed to be incognito, boys. Come on <laughs> yeah. now, kayfabe. Um, so then, um, after that. Jimmy's like, all right, I'm gonna get out of here. Oh yeah, uh, Mandy Rose went full Choni mode in this uh, segment. Um, yeah, she did. She, which that and on Raw, Alexa Bliss was topless as well. What are they doing? I thought we're supposed to be respecting women. PG out the window. Hey, Vince knows one thing: smut sells. Oh yeah, absolutely. He's feeling the heat. Like we, we gotta show some tits and ass. 
But not really show them, though. But not really. <laughs> Teasing. Like being teased. Temptation. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Don't even start it on Temptation. <laughs> wow. That's the a throwback. They are, they are pimping the show out. They're giving them so much airtime. <laughs> yeah, there's a new one. Wait, there's a new one? Yes, it's back. You haven't been watching? On oh, Fox? you watched the Hulu. You watch the yeah, Hulu yeah. version? No, I. I, well, I they do. I well, they, they do ad breaks. Yeah. Um, during during Raw and SmackDown, they have Temptation Island ads. Immediately after um, Raw and SmackDown, they have Temptation Island, which is just smut. Basically, it's, it's serious smut. Like, <laughs> like straight up girls and thongs and like tits out. Like it's it's crazy. Like like I said last week, fourteen year old me would have been jacking off to the show. What year is this? Immediately <laughs> after Rob, like, oh yeah. Guys licking like uh what is it? Uh peanut butter off a girl's chest. It's oh, like super raunchy. I'm surprised they even advertise for this on this show, which is it's crazy. Well I mean if they bring back with him Nikita, I'm down. <laughs> Silk stockings. Stocking. Silk yeah. stockings. There you go. Them legs in the beginning. Oh my God. <laughs> um but going back to um the road to WrestleMania so there, Fastlane is actually going to happen as well. So there's actually three pay-per-views. Oh, my God. That's that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a whole lot, lot of pay-per-views to go through in that time frame. So, yeah. I mean, Royal Rumble is when we find out who's going to be fighting for the title or whatever. But there's still a lot of storytelling to tell in between after there's that. There's two too. more pay-per-views after that. They're dual-branded. That's too many. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. We got a, we got another uh, world star moment. Um. Jimmy opens a door and Naomi rushes in and they get in a big brawl. Um, what's crazy is Naomi was injured the most in this brawl after being thrown over a chair. <laughs> um, I was like, wait, you're, g- you're going to sell that, but not all the punches that you were throwing before. And that's that's how that segment ended. It's so weird. Yeah. Mandy just runs out the room. So odd. It's so um, funny. In the match of the week, oh, highlight God. of everything for the week, Andrade. No more Cien Almas versus Rey Mysterio. Um, did you guys notice? Because they kept saying Andrade with no Cien Almas. I wonder if that's a thing. I hate when there they take away their, they take away the whole name. <laughs> but there's no point. Why did they, there was no, there was no reason t- for them to take away Cien Almas? It's something Vince that bothered Vince. It has to be a foreign. It's a foreign thing, isn't it? Let's just call Vince Vince then. Yeah, I. I it was. Such a shitty move. I like to see an Almas uh, tag behind, uh, you know, after Andrade. But I don't know why they did it. I get it, that it's a little easier to say, but at the same time, does it really bother you that much? We were all conditioned to know him as Andrade Cien Almas, not just... Or you just say Cien Almas. Yeah, or Cien yeah. Almas, yeah. Um, they did a graphic on the screen. I think we're going to post it on our Instagram. Um, they tweet. They, it was a bunch of tweets from different fans, and... Everyone was just calling him Andrade, so I'm like, that can't be right. I'm going to go on Twitter and see what these people actually wrote. You did some investigation, investigating, did you? Yeah, a little PMO investigates. And some of these Twitter handles didn't exist. Um, some of them never tweeted what they were said to tweet. And some of them j- were just edited on WWE. With someone did, I did find one tweet from a girl. Uh, she wrote Andrade Cien Almas, so that they cut out the Cien Almas part of it. Um, it's just really dumb. Like, just don't do. S- they're trying to make it seem like the whole world is talking about this match. When I mean, no one is. Don't lie to me. Yeah, there's no reason to do right. that. Like there was no. There was no. I don't understand why they had the feeling that they had to do that. 
There's no fucking point. It's Trumpisms. Yeah, it's like <laughs> fake you don't news. have to lie. You don't have to lie. Fake news. Um, but this match was really the shit. Um, it was pay per view <clears throat> quality. If you can go back and watch it, um, it's on the it's on their YouTube channel, I believe. A lot of back and forth. Um, a lot of reversing and, you know, Rey Mysterio hits two Canadian destroyers. Dude. Dangerous, uh, sketchy. He goes, he, there's one point in the match where Andrade's on the apron. Rey goes to the top rope, does a Hurricane Rana to the outside. And um, Andrade catches him and turns it into a power bomb on the outside. Wait, right. I, I can't remember. I that. remember the yeah. crucifix bomb that they did. Yeah, that one was, was shit. Oh, no, no. Th- this this was a different spot. He he actually did hit the Hurricane Rana on the outside, but there was another spot where they both fly over the top rope. Um, Andrade has Ray on his shoulders. They go over the top rope together. Andrade holds onto him and just turns it into a, a power bomb on the outside. Oh, um, shit. This match was insane. So many good spots, dude. This was like spot monkeys all. It was perfect. Not only that, but false finishes, too. Things that I thought, oh, that's it. Um, it would just not be it, and they would keep going. Um, really, really great uh, moment for for both of them. I'm glad that CN's getting... I'm still calling him CN Almas. I don't give a fuck. For real. There um, you go. CN Almas is getting a push, I feel like, and I feel like Ray is like, I'm going to I'm gonna put this guy... I'm going to put this guy over and make it a big thing. He actually gets pinned with a double hammer... with a hammerlock DDT off the top rope, which is what, what it took to get the win. But they're going back and forth really hard. Yeah, this match lasted a long time, and it like you said, it was so many good spots. It was just so good. Like I can't. I'm actually ex- now. I believe like the tweets. Now this is something I would tweet about and say I I need this match again. Yeah, absolutely. And um, I know everyone's probably tweeting about it now. The problem that we're gonna get is now we're gonna get this match for the next month, <laughs> over <laughs> and over. If they like this all the time, then fine, I'll Z- watch it. At one, the the blow off is gonna be Zelina Vegas in a. Uh, Shark cage above the <laughs> above the ring, because um, you know they got to do that at some point. That probably um, she helped she helped get Andrade the win in this one, and yeah, yeah, so. she did. Yeah, that's right. Um, but go back and watch that. And the main event for the night, just so weird. It was the Miz and Shane in a happy birthday segment. Oh, that's the weakest shit. This match should have been the main event. Oh, it sure. definitely because after this match, I feel like the crowd was dead. I know I didn't care about the show anymore. I thought, you know, we, what do we have else to watch? Um, he gives him a pair of Jordans, and the bar comes out, and they have a match. Or Shane, Shane puts Miz in a match against Sheamus, and Miz versus Sheamus is the main event of SmackDown tonight. Uh, Miz Miz uh, wins. Actually, yeah, I didn't. I didn't get it. It was just so odd to throw them in the match. I mean, and what the funny thing was, I forgot which announcer said it. He was like, "The bar got beat by a nine-year-old. Like, where do they get <laughs> off? Like, thinking that they're the shit." Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. <laughs> like, it was just a. It was just an attempt to have the coast to coast. Yeah, I mean? and with a cake uh, on their face, I mean, they almost blew. You know, when a cake comes down to the ring, it, it's not gonna. It's not. It's not gonna end with someone eating it. No yeah, one's eating sure. it. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably just whipped cream cake. I bet it's not even like a real cake. Yeah, they can't even get a real cake. They have to gimmick <laughs> it up. But um, they this this and the Rey Mysterio match should have been flipped. Yeah, definitely. Um, this actually this this helped provide you know get pro- um, propel the storyline of Vince or Miz and Shane. And them becoming a team and, you know, putting in work against the bar, which we're going to get that match at the Royal Rumble. 
Um, and I'm interested to see. Uh, does does Miz turn eventually on Shane? Are they going to make him a full baby face? I don't know. I, Miz got to go baby face. Uh, he's no, I, I know. I, I don't buy it. He's too likely like to be a face, baby though. face. He's got He's got to go heel, dude. There's got to be a reason or something that he goes heel against. Uh, Shane or some, he, he's got to do something. I forgot dude. the missiles around, That's right? Sad. I mean, they do. They, he's been lost without Daniel Bryan. Weird. Well, like he's he's one third of the best in the world. Yeah, two thirds, <laughs> two thirds best two-thirds, in the world, yeah. dude. But yeah, I I mean, he's kind of lost. He's kind of lost his uh, stride, and he's just kind of like putting himself into something that he he can get himself into. Like, there's nothing really there. What if this is a big ruse for him to get? To be put in a tag team with, let's say, like Lars Sullivan or EC3 or something. Um, where this is just a big put on. Maybe Shane did something that I can't think of right now to really to make Miz mad. And this is where we go from there. How is that Bumble, Dick? That's why you couldn't read the notes earlier. <laughs> no, I was reading the notes. I, uh, somebody, somebody, bing. <laughs> somebody got that Bumble hit up. All right. <laughs> I see you, Doc. <laughs> um, but that's pretty much it. I mean, I don't know what else. Yeah, to talk I mean, about. we're slowly on the road to uh, Royal Rumble, which I'm excited for. Ne- next week, prediction show. Yeah, prediction show coming next week. Uh, I want to thank you guys so much for listening, subscribing, downloading, telling your friends, telling your friends' neighbor. Um, also, I didn't, I didn't do it at the top of the show, but I'll do it now. I want to give a big shout out to our sponsor, WrestleCrate.com. Uh, if you're ever in the market, if you've ever been interested in these mystery loot boxes that come to your house every month, go to the website, WrestleCrate.com. You're going to sign up for your first month, and you, when you sign up, you're going to put in our promo code, PUTMEOVER, and in turn, that website is going to put you over, give you 20% off your entire order. Uh, it's a great service um, by ran by a lot of great dudes. Also, you can use our promo code at lapelliad.com. They have a lot of cool stuff. If you've seen a wrestling pin, they've probably made it. Uh, they got a lot of T-shirts and things that are left over from the WrestleCrates that are put on their website. You can use 20% off. You don't even got to subscribe to anything there. Just go there and get our promo code there. Um, what else? Um, make sure you, you know, listen, download, subscribe. We are on Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcasts. Google Podcasts. Which I didn't wow. even know that was a thing. I didn't know that yes. till today. Google Podcasts is a thing. We are on there. Anywhere you find podcasts, you can find us. We are the new, 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 new world order of podcasting, and we will see you next week. What a great outro. I need to remember that for next time. Is that going to be the permanent one?